Legends. Welcome back to the show. I am Tiffany E., one-fourth of your co-hosts. And on behalf of Alexis, Janae, and Nicole, welcome back to our show. So this is a bonus episode due to the fact that there is a pay-per-view that is supposed to happen this Sunday. And next week, there will be another bonus episode that will give you guys the match card for Hell in a Cell. All right? So... We're going to stick to NXT in your house because that is going to be tomorrow. It starts at 7.30 with their pre-show. And then the main show will start at 8 o'clock. So, with all that being said, let's get into this match card, honey. Okay, now this is going to be... um, NXT in your house is going to be televised from the Capitol Wrestling Center in Orlando, Florida. Of course, Peacock Network will distribute it. Anything outside of the Peacock Network will be distributed by the WWE Network. So if you're not a part of the U.S., you will be able to watch it via the WWE Network, Um, which I kind of hate because I loved the WWE Network. And... They took it away from us. Um, (laughs) Let's move into this match card. It's a really short match card. Literally five matches. Now, they made some of these matches very big to fill up the time. I believe that TakeOver is a two-hour pay-per-view. They've managed to keep this card short, but still interesting, which is one of the things I love about NXT. They're not about a lot of frills and thrills. It's very condensed, but still worth watching, and it doesn't add any fillers that it doesn't need if there's a filler it means something so that's the cool thing about nxt and their continuity it's just really a good show and just a good time all around so let's get into the more irrelevant match if you're talking titles um the only non-title bout that is on this match card is zia lee versus mercedes martinez now in this particular match the reason why these two are at each other's throats is because Zia Lee believes she has to take out Mercedes Martinez because she was one of the people who aided her in not being the warrior she always knew she could be. So Zia Lee has made it her mission to take down one of her greatest adversaries. Mercedes is merely defending herself. And as Zia Lee is the one who has orchestrated this feud in her head with Mercedes despite Mercedes not really being involved in it. Now, Mercedes is not one to back down or be a slouch, so she took that dig and slight and challenge very, very seriously. And these two women have been going at each other verbally and physically for the last couple of weeks, and it's been a good time. I suspect that the winner of this match will be Zia Lee. Number one, Zia Lee needs it to pull herself over. And it seems that is more Mercedes' job. She does come off as a bruiser and as someone who is menacing and very difficult to beat. But she is someone that most people end up toppling and beating. But it isn't an easy bout, so it doesn't take anything away from her. So one thing about Mercedes that I do love is that she is a strong fighting woman and she's going to come at you head on. There's no side sneak distant type of shit. If she's upset and she wants what you have, she's going to go at you 100% 
in your face and you're not going to have to guess if Mercedes is coming after you, you're going to know. So this match I expect to be hard hitting. I expect it to be fun, but I also expect Zia Lee to come out on top and to make, help propel her into the stratosphere of NXT and become one of the top female stars there as she should be because Zia Lee is a good time. I love Zaya. Plus, you have the whole T and Shaw thing and the whole faction with Bo. This is his name, Bolo, or I don't, I don't, I don't remember the guy's name. So if I don't say his name right, please forgive me. But um, I apologize if it was wrong. Um, that whole faction, I want to see what they're gonna do with it. They haven't done much with it outside of what they did with Casey and Caden. So I want to see what they're gonna do once they move forward from Mercedes. Moving on to the next match, it isn't irrelevant, but it isn't an actual title of NXT just yet. So Cameron Grimes, the newly rich Cameron Grimes, and the mouth almighty forever talking, always got a punchline, LA Knight, are battling it out for the mantle of the million dollar man and to obtain that million dollar man's belt. Now, Ted DiBiase has been popping up on NXT for quite some time due to Cameron Grimes kind of flushing him out. And a lot of people were speculating that Ted DiBiase was bringing back this title, one of the fans' most coveted and favorite titles. And yes, he did bring it back. Whoever wins this million-dollar ladder match will obtain the million-dollar title and become the new million-dollar man. So, who do I think is going to win this match? Well, unfortunately for all of us, it's more than likely going to be Cameron Grimes. This is the best way to keep Cameron Grimes out of title contingency, but still give him some relevancy. Cameron has a cool but unique character. He's funny and stupid at the same time, but Cameron does show up when it's time to show up in the ring. As much as I detest Cameron Grimes and his whole persona, I do respect the fact that he's a very, very good wrestler. And Cameron's going to be one of the guys who's going to obviously give NXT that nice, funny aspect, but still keep it on the vein of good wrestling. LA Knight, aka Eli Drake, is another one. Very good wrestler, amazing wrestler, great character development, like one of the best character developments of newly NXT talent I've seen. He was already prepared coming into NXT. He didn't need any help. He didn't need any of that. So Eli, I like to call him Eli Drake sometimes, so bear with me. Eli Drake being in NXT for me kind of doesn't work for me. I don't see him winning this match because he doesn't need to. I want Eli Drake to move up to the main roster, and I think he would be great. I think his whole character would work with certain superstars going up against him. Like he just would add an element of the old school style of characters that I haven't seen since Mr. Kennedy. So it'd be very interesting to see what they would do with him if they don't ruin him on the main roster. Now, do I think that LA Knight could be the Million Dollar Man or the Million Dollar Champ? Of course, he 100% could carry that mantle and give it all the swag that it needs. But I think that this would be best suited for Cameron Grimes and LA Knight is just someone for Cameron to wrestle to get the mantle because it makes sense. It's plausible. Okay, so my pick for that match is going to be Mr. Cameron Grimes. 
Moving on to the winner take all for the NXT North American title and the NXT Tag Team titles. This is a very interesting match. It was made last minute and it came kind of out of nowhere. So if you weren't watching NXT last week, you really wouldn't understand why all three of these titles are on the line. And Legato Del Fantasma is the team that is challenging Bronson Reed and MSK. So last week there was a title bout and of course, Santos Escobar got involved and when Bronson Reed flattened his ass against that plexiglass, that was the beginning of this feud. Now, who do I think is going to come out on top? I 100% I'm going to go for MSK and Bronson Reed. I don't see the reason to drop it to Legato Del Fantasma, although they would be great as tag team champion and as the North American champion for Santos Escobar. It's a good way to pull him out of Cruiserweight and make him a main event player. I, I wouldn't give him the title because I feel like Santos is he's a great character and he's awesome to hate wonderful but Bronson hasn't had a chance to be champion and neither has MSK so this will be Bronson Reed's first title defense and I think it would be very unfair to have him defend it to drop it to Santos Escobar on his first defense I think Bronson needs a little bit more time as champion I also think that MSK deserve a bit more time and they have some unfinished business as well with the grizzled young veterans. They play well off of each other and they have amazing bouts. It's no shade to Legato Del Fantasma. They are great in the ring against MSK. But I like the way that MSK and the grizzled young veterans mesh. They have a very good rapport with each other. And I think that would be really good to see in terms of it playing out on television. Um, I'm gonna stick with Bronson Reed and MSK to win this bout. I could be wrong, but I don't feel like I am. So we're going to move on to the next bout, which is the NXT Women's Championship. Raquel Gonzalez will take on Ember Moon. So Ember Moon is very upset at Raquel for how she took out Shotzi. Shotzi's been gone for quite some time. It's been some weeks since Shotzi Blackheart has been on television. And of course, Ember was not having it. So Amber took her upon herself to take out Raquel and to attack. And of course, her watchdog, Dakota, was quickly behind her in tow. Now, because Dakota attacked her, a match was made last this week for Dakota to go up against Ember. That match didn't last because Raquel also got involved. But she ended up eating an eclipse for her troubles. Now, in my mind, I see no reason why Raquel would drop this title to Ember Moon. But if they pull a swerve and decide to give the title to Ember Moon off of Raquel, I wouldn't too much be, be surprised. To me, Raquel is an okay champion, but she isn't dominating when she has someone like Dakota to constantly be watching her back. It doesn't make sense. It would have made more sense to give the title to Dakota and have Raquel watching her back because it would appear as though Dakota definitely needs her. But the Raquel doesn't need Dakota. So it just looks odd to me and it doesn't make sense. And to me, her title reign all no fault of hers her title reign has been a bit eh you know 
it's been eh. <laughs> it's, it's lackluster and she's she's defended it I believe against Mercedes Martinez um I believe she defended it against Zoe Starks which Zoe gave her a really good run for her money um I don't think that's it I don't think she's defended it against anybody else and that has um yeah it's it's a lot <laughs> it's just it's just not that interesting and rightfully so because Raquel honestly and truly I am not trying to be mean this is my own personal opinion this doesn't reflect on the um other ladies of the podcast they may feel differently I Raquel just doesn't interest me there's nothing about Raquel that just says "Ooh, she's amazing she's a very strong beautiful woman she can be imposing but that's pretty much all you get from Raquel you don't really get anything else so yeah anyway so my pick for this particular match is gonna be Raquel as I said if they throw a swerve and drop this title to Ember I will be shocked but I'm not gonna be mad about it I feel like Ember would be a little bit more fun to compete against and you can see a variety of superstars fighting with Ember to get that title and really really having a good time with it so it'd be interesting maybe maybe they'll pull a swerve on us and Raquel will drop her title I don't know we'll have to see moving on to the final match of the night it's the big kahuna okay the nxt men's championship and this has the current champion carrying cross in his biggest title defense of his nxt career he's gonna be challenged by four other superstars all who have been champions in their own right starting with adam cole the longest reigning NXT champion in NXT history, and probably one of the best or greatest superstars that NXT has ever been able to pull and push. Adam Cole is in his prime. He's been in his bag for quite some time, but more so recently, he has really revved it up to the max. And I am a major fan of Cole's. And I think that Adam Cole is going to add an element to surprise to this particular match that's going to just make it so much fun, as will everybody else. But Adam just being in this match automatically makes it main event worthy, automatically makes you want to watch it to see how it's going to go down. And he is what he says he is. He is one of the greats and one of the greatest wrestlers to have come out of NXT he is correct in that assessment of himself. Moving on to Johnny Gargano, a two-time NXT North American champion. I believe he's a two-time NXT champion as well. Um, Johnny Gargano's also been NXT tag team champion. He's held every single title in NXT history with the exception of the Cruiserweight title. He is a Triple Crown champion and Johnny Gargano is the most decorated of all of these superstars in this match. Gargano probably would have the advantage due to his past of being in just about every single takeover that has ever been produced by NXT and a lot of people would make him a shoe in to be the winner of this match but me personally I don't see that happening I believe that Gargano will be the one to eat the pin 
but he does add an element of a threat because when those lights come on and they tell you it's NXT TakeOver, Johnny TakeOver shows up and shows out. So we'll just have to wait and see what he does at this TakeOver. Moving on to Cool Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly is a decorated superstar in himself, a former multi-time tag team champion. Kyle O'Reilly has hit his stride and come into his own. He's made it very clear that he's on his own, going to stay on his own, and going to work as just Kyle. He's not going to be in any more tag teams, which is cool. I love Kyle O'Reilly's fighting style. He's a hard-hitting bruiser, but he can also be very agile. He can fly if he needs to. He's very all-around, and I really like that about Kyle. Can Kyle win this match? Well, he has an edge with his training and skill set, and of course, being involved in multiple takeovers as well. He too can topple the talent, but it would depend on Kyle and what his tenacity is in this particular match. I also think if it's not Gargano, then it's more than likely going to be O'Reilly who eats the pin in this match, which... I'm not mad about that, and it would be interesting to see how they would swing it. Not to mention the former NXT UK champion, the first NXT UK champion, and the first longest reigning NXT UK champion is Pete Dunne. Pete Dunne is an amazing superstar. Again, another hard-hitting wrestler, very much a technical skill. He likes to mess with the phalanges a lot, okay? Mess with your fingers, mix with your nerve end and tendons and cano. He's very technical in that sense. But Pete Dunne is a sleeper in this particular match. If I had to rank all of the superstars for who could possibly win, my top three would be Karrion Cross, Adam Cole, or Pete Dunne. And it's in that order. I would also put Kyle O'Reilly above Gargano because I just don't think Gargano is going to get the title back anytime soon. Now, why would I put Adam Cole so close to Cross, knowing that he just dropped the title to Keith Lee a while back after being champion for 400 plus days? Well, the reality is wrestling is still a business. And if Karrion Cross isn't a draw like they want him to be, it'd be very easy to drop that title back to Cole and have a lot going. The same thing I said about Raquel is the same thing I'll say about Karrion Cross. Karrion had some hiccups in the midst of him getting to the championship with injury and everything else. And sometimes that kind of stuff can slow your momentum and what you're capable of. I think Karrion Cross is an amazing superstar and I think that he would go long in the industry. He's gonna be amazing. But I also think that Karrion is starting to lose favor in the fans, but I don't think he's losing favor in the back. I love Karrion Cross, and Nicole's probably gonna kill me. But I love Karrion Cross. I think that he's great. I love his character. I love how Scarlett caters to him in the ring, and the way that their dynamic is as characters is very, very interesting to me. The only problem I have is that I feel like the people that he's going up against are outshining him, and that's where I'm having an issue with Cross. Um, Adam Cole mopped the floor with him verbally last week and then this week he did it again and then everybody came out there cutting promos on the man and it just seemed like cross wasn't even given a chance and when he was it was like okay like 
I felt bad for the guy. I'm like, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Like, I really want Cross to succeed, but he can't be getting ate up on a microphone like that and still being champion. Now, the reason why I picked Pete to be the next NXT champion if they were to decide that Pete Dunne should be the one to be champion is because Pete Dunne embodies everything they need and everything they should want. Chemistry-wise, Pete fits with pretty much anybody. He can wrestle guys like Kushida, come back and wrestle a guy like Cross, turn around and wrestle a guy like Adam Cole, and then turn around and wrestle a guy like Kyle O'Reilly. He has a chameleon-like style of wrestling where he can just adjust and everything will flow naturally and just be great. And that's a good thing for a champion. You want him to be readily available, but not particularly attainable. And that's what I think is wrong in terms of cross. However, in this particular match, who do I think is going to win? As I said before, my picks are going to be carrying cross is going to retain. I don't think he's going to drop this title because I feel like there's there's going to be something done with carrying cross and Adam Cole even after this match is over and done with. They're going to move forward with this feud and push it to the forefront because SummerSlam is coming up and they should be having a summer uh, pay-per-view around that time or after that time and they can move forward with um, Cross and Cole or, you know, move forward with O'Reilly and Cross maybe, then move out of that and then move back into Cole. Something along those lines because I feel like there's some magic here between Cross and Cole that needs to be explored. So if I'm going to pick, as I said, Karrion Cross will retain. If he doesn't, more than likely, it'll be either Pete Dunne or Adam Cole who will get the title. And then it'll be O'Reilly and then at the very bottom, it could be Gargano. So there you have it. Those are my picks and predictions for these matches at NXT In Your House. Do not forget to tune in to the Peacock Network and go ahead and watch it. It starts at 7.30, I believe, for the pre-show, and it will begin officially at 8 for the show itself. I hope you guys enjoy, and I'll be right back here tomorrow night or probably Monday morning or afternoon to give you guys the results, the skinny the tea on what all went down at the takeover and how everything played out, my thoughts, and then I'll leave y'all alone, all right? So don't forget to make sure you follow us on our social media. We are at Down for the Count 19 on Twitter. And as always, you can find us on Instagram at D4TC underscore podcast. Wherever you're listening to us, thank you so much. We're gonna continue to pump out these types of podcasts as often as we can. Alexis's podcast, What Had Happened Was a Lesson in Wrestling History, is coming this Monday. You're going to get a new lesson in history. I highly recommend that you listen to it. And as always, there will be a grand show with all four women as well. So don't forget to make sure you follow us so you can get that notification on Twitter. We always post on Twitter when the new episodes come up. And we will see you guys in our next one. Peace.